Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Kevin Lowe, a faith-following, life-loving, transformational life and business coach with a unique view on life, having both seen and lost sight. Oh, my gosh. So you've seen and lost everything. Unbelievable. Kevin, welcome to the show. Oh, man, I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on, um, you know, sort of where you are with your business today and who you love to work with? Yeah, so as you said, I am a transformational life and business coach, something that really derived out of my own story of, as you said, um, experiencing loss in my own life um, and more so my own story of transformation of going from a life with sight for the first 17 years to then all of a sudden being plunged into this new world that that I, to be honest, for a long time, neither, neither asked for nor wanted to be in. And, mm, yeah. and yet I had to adapt, transform, figure out who I really was on the inside, away from all outside forces. And over time, it has led me down the road I am today where, where, yeah, I'm literally getting to help people who are on the same type of journey that I have been on, you know, where they've had something tragic in their life occur, mm. um, maybe not becoming blind, but, but maybe it was divorce. Maybe it was, you know, some type of illness, a diagnosis, something that just kind of has shaken them. So those that, that sort of life-changing scenario, whether it's absolutely sudden or it's been building for a while, this is the kind of trauma, sometimes with a big T, sometimes a smaller T, but trauma nonetheless. And so where are your clients when they, when they come to you? Are they at the point of they've been through it and, oh my gosh, what do I do next? Or struggling to cope with it? Or are they on the verge of, ah, oh, shit, this is, this is happening? Yeah. So my clients come to me at the point when they've been through it and whatever the traumatic event was, has already happened. And they've been trying to keep going with life, Mm. trying to, if we want to say, pretend in their mind that that thing never happened. And the fact that they're trying to continue on with life the way it was. Mm. And they come to me at that point when they're lying awake at night and all they can think is, how do I get out of this? Mm. I'm stuck here in life. 
I'm ready for that next chapter, but I don't know what it is, how to get there, how to turn the page. It's at that moment that I get to start working with them. Love that. So with, with your story of, uh, was it a tumor that ultimately caused the loss of your sight by going through something so, um, so dramatic and so pivotal, you've literally walked that path, maybe a different situation, different story, but having gone through that, come out and now have the experience and now you're using that, that must be a huge, um, a huge uh, inspirational story for the people who reach out to you because they, they know you are perfectly placed for this. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I've said this for a long time and I've, and for a long time, after becoming blind, I didn't know really what it meant, how it meant, what it was going to mean. Mm. But I always said that I always knew from the very beginning that, that God did not have this happen to me for nothing. Because I believe that nothing in this life happens for nothing. That it mm. all happens for a reason. And a reason far bigger and greater than we can even realize. And... That has kind of been my mission. My, my guiding light has been that idea. And so when I'm now able to actually work with a client and, and not just be on a, a stage where I've given speeches and told my story or being on a podcast, sharing different elements of my story or insights where I hope to inspire somebody, but to truly sit down with them and use what I've been through to now help them to be empowered to make a change in their own life. It's just awesome. Yeah, I think that's that knock on effect, that direct and indirect impacts. You have chosen this journey of, okay, what's the reason? Nothing is done by coincidence. There is a reason why I have this been given this, this gift, if you want to call it that. So you get to empower and bring other people through that. So then they can go in, whether it's become a coach themselves, whether it's to go and do something completely different, but nothing's holding them back. There is that everyone has a new impact to have on the world. That is a beautiful place to be. So you're at the sort of standing there with all these people and then the indirect people that you help by association. Fantastic. So with, <laughs> with your clients, what is it that you have to traditionally help them to overcome a work through time and time again um, at, at the start of your engagement? I think, I think there's a couple of things. And I think at the beginning is, is I always tell people that we don't have a single chance of getting where we want to go if we don't even know where that is. Hmm. And so I find that people come and all they know at that point is that they don't like where they are. But I tell people, if we set out on a road trip with no map, no direction, most likely we're going to drive around in circles for a while and wind back up at home. Hmm. Instead, let's get an idea. Let's set a goal. We're in Florida. We want to go to California. And so if we can figure out where they want to go, where they want to be, what they want their life to look like, feel like, then we can have a starting point. Now, at that point, I think that's a beautiful place to be. But it, do you find that um, many people know where they want to go? Or are they like, shit, I don't know. I, I literally don't know what the options are, or I don't know me. Is that part of this? 
Yes, 110%. And that is, I think, the biggest part is helping somebody, helping my clients to open up and kind of almost, if you think about it, like tear it down a little bit, un, undo the layers. Because, you know, when you, when you go to a, a party, a networking party, everybody, first question everybody asks, oh, what do you do? What do you do? And everybody answers, oh, you know, they answer with whatever their profession is, their career mm. is. We are identified by what that thing is that we do. But in reality, that is not who we are. And so I find that in a situation like the clients I'm working with is they have this quote unquote identity that we've got to break down because they are at a point in their life where they're ready to step into a new chapter. And the only way to do that is to truly break down to figure out who they really and truly are to determine what the next chapter is going to look like. Mm. That first step. So that's, that is huge. And it's, yes, yeah, I think it does define us. So I put it back to you with, with your journey as you found, yeah, this level of coaching, this level of impact that I can have, that's the thing for me. What was it that was your either pivotal moment or <laughs> gradually realizing that this is the thing for you? What was that part of your, your business life like? So it was after starting a podcast. So coming into the 2020 pandemic, I had been a home-based travel agent. So I had owned my own travel agency for at that point, seven years. Mm -hmm. And I knew though, in the, the recent, you know, years leading up to 2020, that I knew I was meant to be doing more, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what to do. And so I just kept doing what was comfortable. So 2020 came and I was really, honestly, really kind of invigorated by the, the travel business because I was going to have my best year ever. <laughs> and then, of course, inside of a week in March of 2020, everything disappeared. And mm -hmm. that best year ever turned into the worst year ever. But at that moment, you know, we're now stuck in quarantine. Well, it was my turn to try out something new. And that ended up becoming a podcast. Now, the podcast, this is what's funny about life because we have plans and then there's really what's going on that we really don't realize because my faith is a big part of my journey. And I believe at the moment that Kevin started a podcast that he was doing all about travel because Kevin thought he was still going to be a travel agent. At mm -hmm. that moment, God was laughing at me and going, if you only had a clue, because I would start that podcast and I would quickly start realizing that, oh my goodness, I love this. I was interviewing people and, and it started out about travel. Slowly mm. it started getting into deeper conversations about people's lives. Finally, one day I'm in the middle of an interview with a woman and we had had this amazing interview unpacking her life. She's literally been a Hollywood actress yet literally spent her teenage years on the streets of Los Angeles and she's talking. And while she's talking, I'm asking questions and she keeps saying to me over and over again, 
no one has ever asked me that question before mm. or or no one has ever seen my story like you see it and it was at that moment that it stood out to me because at that moment it kind of was like this little light that went off mm-hmm. okay okay kev's kev's utilizing this and, and of course i would blow it off and make a joke and tell the tell her and then it kept happening though was I would tell them, oh, you guys are are too silly. You just need to be interviewed by more blind people. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and but the truth of the matter was is that I was starting to see people more and more. And that was really the moment. And people kept telling me, they're like, Kevin, you should really think about getting into coaching. And it was through those experiences that led me to even entertain the idea of becoming a coach. And, and that's how then kind of it all started and the ball started rolling and got bigger and bigger and, and kept going down the mountain faster and faster um, until I realized this is what it was supposed to be. You know, the podcast yeah, is pause. amazing. Let's but- pause that there because I think that's that's a beautiful place to ask, you know what, as you started to hear these signs, as God was laying down the breadcrumbs for you, that you were like, nope, yes, nope, yes. You were kind of <laughs> maybe fighting it through, as you said earlier, I think comfort. It can yes. be so tough. So as you started to find, okay, this is this is what I want to do. Um, what was it personally, mentally for you that was kind of holding you back? Well, first and foremost, as far as coaching goes, I had never heard about coaching before. I had only ever heard of life coaching in terms of the comedians making fun of millennials who go to life coaches. And <laughs> that's, only, that's the only reference of coaching I had ever heard besides for a PE coach in, in school. Mm. And so it really took time for me to even understand what, what coaching even was. And it sounds like you had a little sort of negative connotation with it as well as a kind of a subtle flavor to it yeah and, and honestly in it, it was just the fact of like i just didn't even understand what what are people even talking about until mm. i started diving into it and, and exploring it more and realize wow kev like this might be something for you you know and um and and so really once i was able to discover it more and keep discovering it, I I kept thinking, I think this is what I need to do. Now, of course, though, I had that self-discovery. You then tell other people, and they're like, uh, okay. You know, and so then you're like, well, am I making the right choice or not? People are starting to make fun of this idea of being a coach, and I'm like, you guys don't understand the power that I'm talking about here. Huh. So, okay. well, th- those are things that can hold so many people back. And I love this angle because um, it, it's tough to think about what do I want to do? And then you find something and then you hear if your brain is, is, is clever and it's sneaky. It'll find all the reasons why you shouldn't do it, all the reasons why it's unsafe. And everyone else will be like, oh, you can't do that. Or what's that about? And it's, had it, it's wrapped in pretty goodwill has all their fears and doubts associated with it not yours but theirs oh my gosh so it's a soup of emotions and thoughts that you're wading through luckily you had the the confidence or the the faith or the direction or the kick up the bum whatever it is to be like yeah this is it so yeah you went for it you launched your own coaching business 
What was it like as you were bringing in new clients, helping see the impact that your work does? What was that moment like? It's truly just amazing. I, you know, I, I referenced it earlier was before coaching, I've always just had this desire to inspire people by sharing my story, by, by doing whatever I can. You know, people have always said that, you know, my story is inspirational and, and, and I'm like, okay, you know, whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll take the, the credit of being inspirational, but that's all I know. But, but as I said earlier, to then be able to really sit down with, with people, with my clients, and truly realize that what I've been through helps me to be a better coach, that helps mm-hmm. me to be the coach that I am by getting my clients to have breakthroughs, to getting them to see themselves the way that I see them. And that's what I always tell my clients is I'm like, I want you to get to see yourself the way I do. And the Mm -hmm. fact that I don't see you in any physical sense, only based on the words that you speak, the stories you share and the presence that you have. And, you know, and I think that's the, the biggest thing is when I can begin to let my clients see themselves through that eyes, you know, that's beautiful. It's amazing. I think with so many people, if if they can only see, if we can all see what other people see in us, oh my gosh, for me personally, it took me so long and I still doubt it at times what other people see in me, whether it's coaching clients, people around, um, and Katie can tell me till she's blue in the face, it's, it's still kind of tough sometimes to understand and really accept that, even though you have this wealth of experience. So I think we all struggle to to see what others can see in us and that's a we can plaster it with this badge of humility and it's a good thing where it's like no it's actually holds us all back and it's actually fuck that it's just a shame yes truly truly i agree 100 percent. all right so you have the impact you found your coaching but now <laughs> let's be honest being a coach doing the things that you get to do versus being the business owner so you, you went into it to be a coach and now found yourself doing all the things that business owners do above and beyond just being the coach. What was it like for you as you sort of navigated, oh shit, you mean I got to do this and this and sales and marketing and all, all these other things. I thought I could just talk to people and, and change lives, right? It doesn't work that way. What was that like? Yeah, well, you know, luckily for me going into the coaching business, I had the background of owning my own travel business which whether we're selling vacations or we're selling, you know, coaching, they're both selling, they're both promoting. So I had that going into it, the knowledge that there's more than just the thing that you enjoy doing, Mm. you know, there's the, the marketing of it. And to be honest with you, I kind of really love the whole marketing angle of business of building a brand of building, mm. you know, this, this name, this, this concept that people get when they, when they hear the, your name, that they get a feeling about them. That was what I loved, you know, when I was a travel agent, was constantly doing that. And so going into it with the coaching business, you know, I love it until, of course, it's tax time. And, <laughs> you know, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, my system for keeping track of stuff is horrible. 
like you need to be more organized what's wrong with you you know so but um you know besides for that you know i just i love it i love for for being a blind guy i am super visual <laughs> and so so the whole like branding aspect is just you know so amazing to me getting to be sure that the the logos are perfect and and i mean trust me I, yeah. i've been called by my loving family the pickiest damn blind guy you'll ever meet and because because <laughs> i drive my my you know web designer crazy by you know okay well but why did you choose these color palettes and and can we make a little edit here and you know so yeah i love that that's that's <laughs> it's, it's what we do as business we are we are perfectionists we we care so much it's our baby and your involvement yes. is all across the the shop here, but you you're talking about the, the the branding, the the marketing, the the sort of front, if you will, about it, and the fun and games in sort of connecting with your audience. Beautiful. Step away from that because that's that is the front. Behind it is where the vulnerability comes in. So, what is it like for you as you you, know, you find your find your person, you find your area within this coaching? What what is it that's that is actually kind of tough for you? Um, I think for myself is where, where I struggle is, I guess kind of tied back in with, with the marketing side of it is, you know, we, we, we have that one specific client that we're supposed to want to work with. And mm. for me, I do. I know her. Her name is Jenny C. I got a name for her. But I'm a guy. I'm a big guy. I got a beard. I'm I'm almost six foot, you know, tall, big dude. And so putting out into the world that Kevin Lowe, you know, only works with, you know, women, it seems a little bit weird. And it seems, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know, embarrassing. Or what are people going to think when I put that out there? You know, are people going to think, oh my gosh, Kevin's so stupid. Like, why, why is he saying this? But it is what it is, you know, yeah. and dude, there's so much, there's so much there that we, we could unpack because yeah. you, on one side, you, you know, who you love working with, you know, who you get better results for. There's a, there's something beautiful in that engagement. However, there's also the outside validation and judgment of, yeah, you're a, you know, like me, big guy, beard, <laughs> surely we should be helping other big burly men it's like, <laughs> exactly so where where would you say that i mean yeah you know, this is actually holding you back in terms of the actions that you're taking does it stop you from from reaching out uh making different posts doing different marketing because you're still trying to work through maybe overcompensate for this yeah it, uh, so i think to myself I'm dialed in, I'm good to go. And then I go to make a post and I say, men and women. <laughs> I go to write something marketing of, of who I help. And, you know, it's Jenny C and Denny B, you know, like, and, and, and so, yeah, that's, that's where, where I struggle. And I think, and I think that struggle comes from, if we want to be honest, it's not only just, you know, what we talked about was, you know, fear of what people think, but it's mm. also my own internal fear of, well, what if there is that, that person I'm leaving out, you know, all these other yeah. potential clients. 
you know, and so that fear creeps in and the reality is, is, you know, it doesn't serve me because those aren't the clients that I want to work with in the first place. So why do I feel like I have to market to them? Yes. So you, you're so close <laughs> to saying what it is that you truly want. I mean, you know, this with, yeah. with, with God, the universe source, whatever you believe in, you ask for things and they do arrive. Yes. And so if yeah. you're not able to eloquently ask for, you know, the female part of the audience, um, this particular industry, this particular niche, whatever it might be, then there are all these aspects of, I hear you with the, ah, oh, is that the right gender? Because I am, which is, has, bears no logic whatsoever. There's also <laughs> the, but I can help more people. And I yeah. think that's one of the biggest traits of the, the solopreneur as they get started with, and I fell into this camp. Oh my gosh, I can serve everyone, every yeah. single person in the world, which means you're talking to no one. You're talking so blanketed. Yeah. Other than when you know exactly, and actually once you get to that point where you can, you know, hand on your heart, be like, yeah, yes, Jenny yeah. C, she is my person. <laughs> that is it. Yeah. Now you've got a, such a focused way of talking to someone going through situations. Um, yeah. They say that the riches is, is in the niches, even though in England we call it niche, but it's that kind of, it, there's, there's logic there to be able to eloquently describe that. But also I think my biggest point for you is, and everyone else out there listening, how can you actually say what you actually want without the worry of what I should be saying or what other people will think? Um, you said it, you know who you want to work with. You enjoy it more. Yeah. So, but there's still that block. That's yeah. interesting to hear. And, and, I, and I was going to share this, and, and this, is, this is the way that I myself find that I can best overcome this, uh -huh. is that I look back and, and I share the story because I, I tell people, I said, I should have known that all those times, all those years growing up as a child with a single mom, an older sister, watching nothing but chick flicks and LMN movies, daylight <laughs> to dark, I should have known that that was going to pay off somehow in my life. <laughs> I thought it was just going to make me a good boyfriend, a good husband. I had no clue it was going to lead into my career. Mm. <laughs> so, so, you know, when, when I look at it like that, and I think, Kevin, don't be ashamed of it. You're not ashamed to tell the world that you cry watching the notebook. So why the heck can't you tell the world that you only work with Jenny C, you know? So. Yes. I, I think that having that awareness, looking into our skills and we don't have to do exactly what our past says. You can dig into your heart of like, what, what do I want? Yes. What do I want? And now we're getting full circle. The first step with your clients is the clarity. I know what I want, or I don't know what I want. Where am I going? So this is this is where lovingly we we all we all need to take a bit of our own advice sometimes and it sounds yes. like you know so logically you get this logically you know what to do but maybe emotionally it's like ah there's still that there is still work to do which you've done it before you've gone through many things it's how to then continue to get through that emotionally as well so that it becomes freeing life yeah. easy rather than ah i should say this or why the fuck did i say that i didn't mean that oh my gosh 
Exactly. Oh man, that's that's beautiful. Look, Kevin, thank you so much for you know sharing what it is you do, your journey, and a little bit behind the scenes as as the business owner. It's been fascinating. Thank you so much for going to into into depth. Oh well, well, man, I I mean I appreciate it so much, you know, as well. I mean, you you're a you're awesome, and uh, you know, it's been a thrill getting to talk to about you. Hey, man, thank you so so much. Look, if people want to find out more about you and your amazing work that you do, where can they find you? Yeah, so I think the best place is my website. Um, and that is gritgraceinspiration.com. Um, and from, from there, you can uh, find my podcast that goes out twice a week, get on my uh, newsletter list that goes out twice a week, and as well as, you know, find all my contact information um, and just, you know, learn more about me. Um, so yeah, just at gritgraceinspiration.com. And um, what's the podcast called? Let's not breeze through that. Where can where can they listen to you right now? Yeah, so the podcast is called Grit Grace Inspiration, and the best way to uh, if you're wanting to to listen to the podcast, um, again, just go to this website. It's called listenanywhere.today. So just type that in, listenanywhere.today, into your address bar, and that will give you a single web page with links to wherever you like to listen to podcasts. That's where you can find my podcast, Grit, Grace, and Inspiration. Super so Everyone, go check that out and rate it, review it, and enjoy the wisdom in there. And hey, Kevin, thank you again for sharing. It's been, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Oh, man. It's been an amazing experience. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.